Hey, this is Matteo Lane. I'm Emma Wilman. And this is Inside the Closet. Inside the Closet. Welcome back to another episode of Inside the Closet. So you got a lot of questions on TikTok, and we yes. we just answer them now here together. Let's do it. I've never, I've, I've haven't answered them in eons. All right. Now, I don't necessarily, we haven't like pre-vetted these, so. Um, and also, hey, everyone, hope you're well. Mateo and hey, I are here in New York, getting hydrated. It's super hot out. Are you into the heat or no? See, I like it. No. This is a little Not. too hot, even for me, but I like it. I like that. I like just, I like it so much. I even have an at-home sauna that I bought. I've used the sauna while it's this hot outside. Cook me. So. <laughs> All right. Do you get jealous when your bae is online but not chatting with you? Um, I'm jealous of everything. So, yeah. <laughs> I would say no. Really? Yeah. But maybe what do you mean, like if you see like on Instagram, like active now and then they're not chatting with you. And I, but like if we had already spoken, fine. But like if they're not, if I wrote them and they're not talking to me, mm. but then it says they're active now, then I'll be like, if, if I think I would just assume that like she's on, but she's on, it's open on her phone, but she's not like on it. You're much more of an optimist than I am. It Maybe it's also because it's like if. Maybe if it was someone who like we had a weird pattern of communication, then you know those people that it's like they'll contact you all the time, but then they like just stop, and then it's like all, you can't. For me, with communication, when you're like first talking to someone, especially, it's all like about the pattern. Right. So if it's someone who like is like always back within a minute, and then you don't hear from them for two days, you're like, what happened? But if it's someone where it's like you usually don't chat every day, then it's you know what I mean. Mm -hmm. So maybe, may, but in my relationship now, no way. Okay. I even. Okay. Your favorite verse in the Bible. Uh, that uh, he said on the mountain that God is a baguette with an F. <laughs> Whoa, it took me way too long to get that. I was like a baguette with a. Oh, <laughs> the Lord. My favorite is. Um, I know. My no favorite quote person. is. Uh, Who's the idiot that would take this for real? That's my favorite quote from the Bible. What simple minded asshole. Would literally think any of this happened. Couldn't disagree more. Obviously, I don't think it happened literally. I think it's like words to like that have been like passed down to like try to get at something that's bigger than words. <clears throat> what did your parents? What did your parents almost name you? Um, I think if I was a girl, I would have been named Elizabeth. Really? Yeah, which I hate. I never. I would not be Elizabeth Lane. Like, hello. It's I, Elizabeth, Elizabeth Lane. I actually like it when it's Elizabeth Lane. I just couldn't. That's I'm surprised that that's what they would have. Well, <laughs> yes, I would be. I'd be Elizabeth, just like the Queen Elizabeth, as we've discussed before on on this show. The Queen. Um, I oh, it was the sexting with the Queen. The yes, Queen and, the, the and queen. King Philip. Yep. Or Prince Philip, because yep. I'm. There's no. I've learned since the British got so upset by this impression. That there's no king, that I'm the queen, and it was only Prince Philip who you, looked miserable until he died. Your parents wouldn't have named you something Italian? No, they said Elizabeth. I'm so surprised by that. Well, my brother's Vince, which is Italian enough. And, what, and what's your sister's name? Kate. Yeah, not Italian. No. 
Catherine. Catherine. Like Catherine right. Hepburn. Right. Mm. I think my mom would have named me Alex or Peter. Well, my dad's Irish, so I guess Elizabeth makes sense. Right. You know? Yeah, I think she, Elizabeth. I don't my know. mom's birth name is French Mexican. Jerry Maldonado. Beautiful. Oh, Maldonado. I love that. Very Mexican. I love that. That's not a Ita- Maldonado's not Italian. Super Mexican. I love that. Mexican last and Puerto Rican. But it's also, but it's more it's like a very common name in Mexico. Is that a is there someone like really famous named Maldonado? Or where am I is where am I getting that from? I, I know that name. Is it like a I don't know. Are there famous or? Maldonados? I know that, that name right now. For some reason I'm hungry all of a sudden. Like, Are you thinking of Milano cook butter cookies? Could have been. Could have been. The, thin, the mint. Milano butter cookies. Milano butter cookies. I want to eat there. If I saw a restaurant named that, I would eat there. Melonado? Yeah. Sounds fucking delicious. I've never from had a Jalisco and Guanajuato. So if your name is Maldonado and you're from that region of Mexico, what up, cuz? Could be. I did not come from a rich family, but a rich family will come out from me. So some of these are more statements. What the fuck does that mean? Um, my right. album debut September 15th. Like, what does that even mean? Okay. Ooh. Say it. Between your ex and your current partner, who is more good in bed? Don't lie. Well, between my ex and my right hand, I guess my ex. I, my, I, because of monkeypox, by the way, the outbreak, I've been staying abstinent, abstinent. Oh, good abstinent. for you. Um, I did get my vaccine. Finally. How was um, getting the vaccine? I was thinking of doing it. Um, it was a process. I mean, the questions they ask you are basically like, are you a whore? I mean, that's kind of, they're saying that in the lightest terms, like, have you had anonymous sex in the past 14 days? And are you a man who has sex with men? And you're like, uh, uh, <laughs> it's like, how do you answer that? Yeah. Cause couldn't they just, I, I think someone was posting Oscar Aiden had, it was a comedian in New York who's I love, but he had, he had a post about it. He was like, the phrasing of it, like they could just say, have you had multiple sex partners? He's like, gay men aren't stupid. Like we'll put it together that, that we are more likely to have multiple sex partners. Also, we're all to say, talking like, to each other. Right. Like, we know that right now it's like, that's the target. But I, I have been living like a Victorian woman for the past month. Do you know anyone that's gotten it? Five people. Really? And if they say, oh, 7,000 people have it. If I know five of those 7,000 people, it's a lot higher. That's scary. Are they okay? Well, I or? mean, it's a, no, it was, it was very painful. They're not like, it's fine. It's like, it's very painful. And, it's, yeah. and you have to quarantine for like 30 days. 21 days. 21 days. Or until it's gone. God, that sounds so scary. But um, I've been just like, like the most I'll do now is like show an ankle next to a fainting couch <laughs> in a corner of a room. <laughs> just be like, hello, boys. <laughs> I get it. Actually, I'm acting like an Elizabeth Lane. Yeah, he's taking on a whole new. You can come. You can come over. However, ankles. I've never even heard of an ankle right, fetish. You're, I've sucked. Pre- I mean, I, toes, of course. But pretend you're a guy. Okay, you're my my. Okay. I'm like, I'm like, hello. How you doing? Um, look, with monkeypox running rampant, I'd like to be a little more careful during this hookup. Where this is just a, a texting. Absolutely, I totally respect that. So here's my address. All right. One, two, three, four. Are, and you want me to? You you feel comfortable with me coming over? Come over, but I will. There'll be an astronaut suit waiting outside my door. That's Put the astronaut suit on. No problem. I'm happy to do that. For really? You. Of course. I just want to. Are we going to be able to get some alone time? Or what are you thinking? I can bring over food. Well, you'll be you at one end of the room. Okay. I'll be at the other. As long as I get to be around you, I'm free for a couple hours. But that I can't night. show you my body. Okay. 
No, of course, you're, that's you're, no problem. You're no. very agreeable. No, yeah, of ridiculous. course. You just got to get in the fucking room. That's the rule. You just got to get in the room. But of course, I wasn't. It. I'm not going to show you my body. We'll see where. It comes. No, you'll be in an astronaut suit. I'm looking. For, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. I just want to okay. be around you. I'm, come in. Hey, I swear to God, I'm not just saying this. You're making that astronaut suit work. How? It just looks. I mean, obviously, I've seen pictures of you, so I know you look what kind of what you look like under it. But the astronaut suit. No, it looks, you're in the astronaut suit. Oh, you're not in. I'm sorry. I got some, I'm in a Victorian getup. Oh my! I've got a corset. <laughs> I've got a bustle. I've got um, many under the things. Before I came over here, I wanted to get like all checked out and stuff. So they they put this these eye drops in my eyes, so it's making me have a hard time seeing stuff. But I know I'm clear from conjunctivitis. All the stuff, but I'm happy to wear the suit. I'm not worried about conjunctivitis. I'm worried about monkeypox. I, I get you're it. In the astronaut suit. I get it. You look beautiful, though. Whatever it is, I really no. I don't. I look ridiculous. You're My name's ridic- Elizabeth Lane. You look. Be- I think you look great. Work. You look great. Do you want to watch something? Or no. Do- no. Oh, all right. Here's my ankle. Now get out. I love. Thank you for showing me the ankle. I've never seen an ankle like that before. I need the suit back. You got it. All right. There you go. You gotta, you get, you want to be yes and then yes and then until they think I'm it's th- their idea to be like, oh fuck, let's fucking go. You gotta, yeah, 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 whatever. I mean, I'm not saying in a sleazy way. You know, no put, no pushing. No, but you gotta. The more comfortable the person is, the more they'll be like. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> What's the next question? Then the rules. <laughs> There's the rules. And um, you know, this is definitely the most like this is the best sex I've ever had. You know, I'll say. What's a ship everyone loves, but you hate? A ship? A ship. Like the Titanic? I don't know. Is it a code for something that we don't know about? Oh, a relationship. Wow. Thanks for not letting us go on with that one. Uh, well, I enjoyed the... the <laughs> personally, I was right the, bar, the barber was better than the Titanic. That also sank. Uh, I suppose, I suppose I would go with just the Titanic. I was just, right there with you. Because the most famous, the most like, un- misunderstood gem of the ocean. I was like, I can't believe that many people are on first name basis with boats. Like, where did everybody I really, go? I got nervous. I was like, I don't know many boats. Yeah, I've been, I don't even know. The Saint Anne from Pokemon in Vermilion City. I've in, sometimes in Wareham we go on a sunfish, but it doesn't have a name and it's been broken for years. Uh, there was a pontoon boat years ago, I recall. So our favorite relationship. What er, what's a ship everyone loves but you hate? Damn. Um, that everybody loves. What's a universally loved? Yeah, well, who who are some famous relationships? Oh, combos. Where they're like, make it happen. God, I gotta get more up on pop culture stuff. Can I don't you, even can know. Can you Google real quick famous relationships just to see? Let's go through. Yeah, I'm and then we'll give you. We'll Who's give Kirk you, Douglas with? Hasn't well, he been with the same Kirk woman? Douglas for like, is with um, uh, Goldie Hawn, right? I like that one. Is, is that Kirk Douglas? No, it's with uh, Catherine Zeta Jones. Oh, not that one. Yes. Kirk. But uh, Goldie Hawn's with um, oh, but Kurt it has, Russell. I think they're cute. Why? But that's one that, um, you know, who I think is like fucking is the shit is Jennifer Coolidge. 
Oh, God. Oh, yeah. I think I'm so cool, too. I love her. I forgot I did this impression. And, you know, time. she recently released, someone said she, I think her, like, number for sex. Oh, Harrison is- Ford and Calissa, they, Harrison Ford and Calissa Flockhart beat Beyonce and Jay-Z. Well, this is ridiculous. I love Beyonce. Well, and I love Beyonce. I, I like the relationship. I mean, I, I trust anything Beyonce does. Tom Hanks, Rita Wilson. Ugh. Wait, is, has there been rumors that he's gay? Tom Hanks? Yeah, I'm no. confusing him with um, John Travolta. Tom, well, Tom Cruise and Guys, John Travolta. <laughs> oh, Blake Lively and Ryan Reynolds. Are they still together? If I saw Blake Lively in a room alone by herself and they said, point out Blake Lively, I'd be like, I can't. So I really like her when she's in stuff. I'm going to say Blake Lively. I don't know if they're beloved, but... um. I don't know. Not buying it. Neil Patrick Harris and David Burtka. They're cute. Uh, oh, Will Smith and Jada Pinkett Smith, but does everybody geez. love them? No one yeah. is on team Will and right. Jada. Stop it. Penelope Cruz and Javier Bardem. Oh, they are absolutely adorable. They're very but cute. But we we're supposed to find one that we don't like. Like, we drank the haterade and we're like, fuck them. Dax Shepard and Kristen Bell. Well, I like them. I really like Kristen Bell. Mm-hmm. Viola Davis and Julius Tennant. Viola Davis is great in that photo. Look at that dress. Wow. Kevin Bacon and Kira Sedgwick. He looks Uh, great. Fine. I don't know what she's up to. Elton John and David Furnish. Um, Goldie Hawn and Kurt Russell. They're great. Are they? So we support. I don't even know. Oh, he's been with his wife for a long time, too. Branson? Branson? Sarah Paulson and. Holland Taylor. Wait a minute. What? Okay. Five reasons why you dislike school. Now my TikTok community skews younger. I got I was in the park the other day and uh I'm the person had to be like eleven, I would say. And there's a couple and uh, a couple of 11 year olds. I'm guessing they I don't They recognize you. I was sitting there and then I had a headphone on and I like took it off and they're like, hey, hey like TikTok. And I was like, oh, thank you so much. And then but I was just like, wow, like because it was, it was very young or I was somewhere and a comedian was like we were on the same show and he was like, oh, my daughter like follows you on TikTok. And then I was saying hi. And then I was like. The daughter had to be like an eighth grade or something, which is nice, but I, I'm just a little surprised. Okay, what but, sucks about five things you hate about school? Yeah. School. Um, you didn't like school at all? No. There were parts of it I loved. That was like I the happiest times of my life. hated Peak. school. My Aunt Cindy and I would agree because my Aunt Cindy also hated junior high. And she was like, sometimes I'd sit on the bus and just wish and hope a missile blew up the school. So when I got there, I wasn't there. I, I get that. School. I hated school. I hated everything about was it. it. The structure, you wanted to be home. Everything. I hate the ki- I hated the kids. They were so mean. I hated school. I hated like the open this book and memorize this. I hated the structure. I was hated, your school divided up into like jocks over here? Like yeah, my school was very much a product of the eighties. Like that that stench was still lingering, and mm. it was like it was not about self expression or individualism. It was about conforming, and it was about these are cool kids and these are not. I mean, it was like an eighties movie, like what you would see. Totally, like, you know, like the it's jocks hard. and the, the yeah. It's that's not easy too, and it is a lot of like conforming, like conforming, and this is what grades are for like intelligence, like. What so many things? Mine be, school experience was different because it's like bumfuck Maine. So it's like a school of. Well, my graduating kids. class was like o- over six hundred kids. 
Mine was, my school was so small. Like people couldn't even really sit at different, li- everything was like so intermixed just to make there even be a thing. Like if there was a party happening, everyone had to go or there was no party happening. It's not like the jocks are doing this party and the gossip are doing this party. It was like everyone kind of had to, or there was no party. Right. So it kind of, it was an interesting, it was just like different. So I kind of like high school. How many kids when you were graduating class? 70. Oh yeah. That's. That's small. That is very, very, very small. Very small. Very small. And we then had a very different experience. Very different. Like we didn't have. There's no football team. Mm. Any sports leagues we had were like Division three, and it was like we're trying. You know what I mean? The high school still to me doesn't seem that far away. Those are very formidable years. I mean, they, they it are just sort of like sticks to you. Oh, oh my God. So formidable. Because college to me, I went to the Art Institute of Chicago and like figured out who I was mm-hmm. and I loved school and I was a great student and I loved painting and I found my life and it set me off for the best path ever. And like high school was just, I mean, I don't even, I think about that less than I think about like the stain of high school. High school? God, I hated high school. Also with high school too, it's like people are, I've, I remember I used to have these dreams where it's like I had to go back to high school. Yeah, those are the, I had a dream the other day where it was like I was in high school and I had to take a math class. <gasps> and I remember thinking to myself, like, it like hit me in the middle of the dream. I was like, I don't have to. Why yes. here? Like, you know, you like start to realize maybe your dream, then you wake up and you have to pee. But like, like things like, oh, you didn't graduate college because you didn't graduate from this math class. And then in my head, I'm like, it doesn't matter. Like totally. I'm a comedian. It does, totally. None of this matters. I don't care. And doing- But you're running to class mm-hmm. and you don't have your stuff. And But I'm in my elementary school, even though it's college, like weird sort of like layered. Generally speaking, my brain doesn't associate school with good. Do you have any reoccurring dreams? Because I used to, but not really anymore. Um, I don't think so. I used to have one where it would be like there was a murderer and it was a group of people and we all spoke different languages and we had to figure out who the murderer was and I'd be trying to communicate to my sister who like that there was a murderer but I didn't want them to know that I knew and I'd always be like trying to get her out. But I haven't had that in a long time. Mm. So it must no. be like. I mean, maybe I do. Maybe I had dreams from like oh, I've dreamed, dreamt this before. I don't know. I, I'm I'm not my therapist always says, What do you have any dreams? I'm like, hmm. eh. <laughs> I don't remember. I never have dreams about work either. Like I never dream in my dreams. I never have dreams about stand up. Never. I had That's a weird. dream I was in a play and the play was at the, my high school theater. Oh god. And but it was like a really elaborate set and it was it was taking place at night, so a lot of dark purple and blue lights, and there was one spotlight on one person, and I was on the stage and I was talking to someone backstage. But I knew that I was supposed to go on. But of course, the same bullshit. Like, I didn't know my lines. Mm. I was underprepared. Mm. And I didn't know what I was doing. Which is got to be, it's all about, like, fear. But then, like, in real life, you're, like, extremely prepared. Well, right. I, and you know what I thought about that when I did that show in Chicago? I thought, I just did an hour on stage. I thought, you have to be so, like, times where I thought I'm ready for things. Looking back, I was like, thank God I didn't do the things I thought I was ready for. Because I was... Now I'm ready to stand in front of a crowd of 4,000 people outside and do an hour show and entertain. Not even three years ago, do I think I could have done the same thing? I, I don't think I could have done the same thing. Agree more. And that's such a good like life lesson because there are so many things where I was like, I want to get that. Like, why didn't I get that? And it'll be like, I remember I hadn't been doing comedy very long, maybe like four years, maybe. And I wanted to do last comic standing. And I was yeah. like, I should get it. I should get it. And I remember getting a call back in the second round and then I didn't get on the show. And I remember being like, couldn't believe it. And it was like, were there other people on it that were at the same level I was that also probably shouldn't have been on it that got on it? 
yeah, was that good? No, that wasn't good. Like, that's not good. That is so not good. But I remember just being like, I don't understand it. Da, da, da. And there were certain things that I like pushed for so much where it's like, you, it's so much better for it to be past the time that you're ready. For yeah, it. you always want to be, uh, well, I guess you want to be a soft peach, not a hard peach. You want to be a soft peach, not a hard peach? But it's. Absolutely. Wait, these are good questions. Let's, I don't even know how you did this. I don't even know how to work TikTok. So I get the alerts where it's like question, question, but I don't, I haven't been like going into them. I mean, they're very interesting. So give me two notifications if your dad tries his best. I do think my dad tries his best. I think he tries. I don't understand. Give me two notifications if your dad tries his best. What are the, how old am I? I'm like Ooh. Rebecca, the, the horse whisperer over here. What's. The weirdest thing you saw as a child. Mm. I got two. Um, well, I remember I used to have fever dreams. Mm. So I didn't realize this was the thing that kids had. Because I remember like if I was sick, I'd be laying in bed and my door would just keep going farther and farther and mm. farther and farther away from me. And I didn't realize because my fever was so high that I was hallucinating. Uh, but weird things, I know, because like my uncle Michael tell you, I saw a UFO when I was charged. I was, uh, I was fishing with my buddy Uncle Ed, and uh, you know, uh, we saw this thing with lights, and I uh, never forgot that. And I remember I talked to a military, talked to a military guy, and I, I says, uh, listen, I uh, when I was a kid in Chicago, I saw this thing in the sky, and he said, I can't answer that question, but let me tell you, it's not from this planet. I could call my Uncle Mike right now and he would re he would verbatim say that exact story to you. Really? Mm-hmm. And he's convinced. You want me to call him? Sure. Do we have a thing for me to call or should I just do speakerphone? Okay. I think my weirdest one was one time I remember I was eating breakfast and my dad came down and he was like running and he was in his bathrobe and his bathrobe flew open and I saw part of his penis and I was like, ah! And he was like, wow! And then he ran away. 8%. That'd be the weirdest, I'd say. Poor dad. Okay. All right. Let's just keep it down. Call my cousins. Is that good? Oh my God. Hunger Denied. They're like, there's the aliens. I'm calling again. Your call has been. They better call me back. He's Hold retired, on. isn't he? So he's not yeah, at work. Yeah. He is. He is. They're watching. I'm sure they're watching the grand grandkids. Your call. Like, I'm just gonna call Cindy. Maybe the kids are sleeping and they took it off. This like, is a good one. Who's your new crush? Hey, Matt. Hey, um, you're on the podcast. Hey, Cindy. Ah! <laughs> um, <laughs> we actually have a question for Uncle Mike. Is he with you? Um, he's on the phone right now. Oh, because I just but tried calling him. Oh, he didn't recognize the number, Matt, so he didn't pick up. He didn't recognize my number? Screw him. It, was it on the house phone? Yeah, I called the house phone. Oh, that's why. Okay. That's why. The only people that call it. Hi, Emma. Hey, how are you? <laughs> I'm good. I'm sorry. Yeah, Matt, I'm sorry that uh, he's calling about um, getting uh, transportation for Grandma and Pops. Oh, God, not this debacle. 
Oh, oh yes. All right. We, oh, yes, it is. We wanted to ask him about seeing the UFO because I said what he's going to say is I was out there with Uncle Ed. We were, we were fishing and I saw this thing in the sky. And, oh, uh, yes. Uh-huh. <laughs> yes, absolutely. He li- he likes to tell that story. Um, I'm not sure how much longer he's going to be on the phone. Well, just give me a call. We're here for the next, like, 20 minutes. Has he seen more okay. than one UFO or no, was this a one-time no, He only thing? saw one time, right, Anthony? He only saw but- it once. Right, but then he talked to somebody that said, were you there in 1970 or whatever, and I saw the same thing, and it was on this lake, and, and it's the same lake that he saw them at, saw it at. Damn. And How so, many people did he ask yeah. before he found another person that weird. saw the same Emma thing? Emma just said, how many people did Uncle Mike ask until he finally found someone that had the same story? <laughs> you saw it too! <laughs> He, he, put, <laughs> he put it in the paper. Did anyone? Yeah, see? Yeah. I will pay anybody if you could get back to me on this. <laughs> How old is he, Anthony? Like 12 years old or 13? Oh, uh, no. They were like, I want to say like maybe 20 or something. Oh, no. Oh, no. I was going to calling you. But uh, he, he wants to know your UFO story that you, when you saw the UFO. Yeah. Okay. I haven't heard Just the like man. Okay. I didn't even know people. I haven't used a landline. Hello, in years. Hi, Uncle Mike. You're on the podcast. Sounds good to me. <laughs> You're so Chicagoan. Okay, can you just tell everyone the story when you saw the UFO? Because we were talking about weird people were asking us questions, and one of them was like, "What's a weird thing you've seen?" I said, "Oh, my Uncle Mike has a great story." Okay, um, I think it was like around 1974 or five. My friend and I were out fishing up at Lauderdale Lakes, Wisconsin. And I will admit there was beer involved. Um, and uh, it was late at night, like 10 o'clock, 11 o'clock at night. And, and cocaine was involved. <laughs> <laughs> That's not true at all. I have never done anything like that. But no anyway, we saw this, uh, this round object way up in the sky that came down a little bit. And it had a couple different colored lights, blue and red, white, if I remember right. And we looked at it for a few seconds without saying anything. We looked at each other and said, we got to get off this lake. So we hurried up, uh, got the motor going, went back in, and didn't know whether we should call the Air Force. Or We finally decided we're not telling a soul because nobody will yeah, ever believe us. But we did see, before we got off the lake, we did see it come down a little bit and then take off to the east. And it went so fast, I swear it could have been over Indiana or, or Ohio or Michigan within a matter of seconds. So how long was it there for? I don't know. Maybe maybe 60 seconds. Oh, wow. Was it making noise? Emma, yeah, Emma and, wants to know if it was making noise. No, I don't remember any noises whatsoever. Mm. Huh. Danger, danger. <laughs> Alien approaching. Right. How big was it? You want me to tell the story or not? <laughs> so anyways, we, we never told anybody. And then fast forward about 15 years, and my sister is getting married, and... Uh, my mom had passed away years earlier. My dad remarried a woman who had a son and a daughter. And his son ended up in the Air Force. Uh, and the Air Force actually sent him to MIT. He became an officer in the Air Force. And he was at Colleen's wedding, my sister. Mm-hmm. And so I'm talking to him about different things. And I mentioned something about UFOs. And he said, why? What? And so I explained it to him what happened. And he looked at me and he said, I saw the same thing. I said, what do you mean? He said, well, my, this is before he met his mom met my dad. He said, we were at that lake for a vacation, my mother and I and my sister, and we were look out late one night on the doctor looking up. He said, we saw the same thing you did. And, I, and now this is an officer in the Air Force. And I asked him, 
Can you explain what that was? And he said, Mike, all I can say, it did not come from this world, and I cannot say anything else about it. God. What are we supposed Man. to do? Yeah. And that was, that was it. So I, now I don't, I'm not shy about telling people because it, it was confirmed by uh, a brilliant young man who, like I said, went to MIT and became an officer in the Air Force. Well, also, too, like Congress is now, like, investigating in UFO appearances. Yeah. Well, and there so. are, you know, if you look at the cosmos and the, through the telescopes that they have or just look in the sky, I mean, we are, we are one grain of sand in the entire universe. I feel that. There are hundreds of billions of galaxies out there. There's billions of galaxies in, in our solar system. It's just incredible. And, so, and, and how old were you when it, this happened? Uh, I was about 21, 22. Okay. Do you feel like and, they were coming Emma in peace? Emma wants to know. Do you, <laughs> Emma goes, do you think they were coming in peace? Like, did it feel like a friendly... Like, did it feel friendly? Well, uh, yeah, because they didn't absorb us into their spaceship and stick needles in us, like some people say. Well, now I would. Oh, now I'm so desperate. You know I would. I would now, gladly welcome that. You know what, man? <laughs> Perhaps they did take us up, and we didn't realize it. And then they returned us to our boat. They probably looked at my friend Eddie and I and said, "There's nothing here to see. These guys are, <laughs> these guys are morons." <laughs> well, they're, yeah, they're out, they're out fishing at eleven o'clock at night. <laughs> and Cindy, what were you doing when you were 21? I don't remember. <laughs> <laughs> and I mean, I literally don't remember. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I don't remember. Oh, my God. All right. Well, thank you, guys. Well, thanks, guys. Thanks for letting me bother you. Sure. Okay. Anytime. <laughs> we'll, call you, we'll call you some other time for stories. Okay. Right. Bye, Bye, Emma. Bye. Bye. That's so funny. Does my uncle Mike not have the thickest Chicago accent you ever he heard? He does. In He's life? serious too. I wanna I wanna be serious now in the cosmos. There's lots of stars in space. You can see stars. And uh, you know, we can't possibly be alone. You look at the Milky Way. I agree. How funny is my Anthony? Weird there was some drinking. It was cocaine involved. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I have never done that. We're gonna take a quick bait break and be right back. Okay, we're back. I got another one. Great. I've never done this before, but I've heard this, this is a thing. Also, if you guys want to write us questions, we'll set up a email address. We had one a while ago. Gone. When we had a when with Tyler was working with us, but he's got the login, or I don't, or maybe we have it. Haven't checked it in years. Now, <laughs> all right. Search up Florida man and then insert your birth date and show us what you found. All right, let's see. This, this is a no, thing. don't do this. This sounds not good. Skip. This sounds really? like a trap. Is it a setup? The aliens. It sounds like a trap. Really? Next. Yep. I don't like that. Really? Don't like it. Oh God. I think everything's a trap now. Like text messages. Like your IRS. Like has. Like you know you get like a text. I'm like really, the IRS is gonna text me? Your lips to God's ears. I feel that totally. To have you been scammed? No, because I, every time I get a text like that, like, your license has been deleted. Yeah, I keep getting calls about my car insurance. I said, there's no car. There's no insurance. Okay. What? Okay. If the person you are dating now says it's over, what are you drinking? I'm sober, so it would be 
wow, if she, if it, she said it was over now, I'd really be upset. I'd drink, um, I guess, like a spritzer. You would go back to alcohol? No, like a... a, a like I'm a, thinking about an Aperol spritz. No, no, like I just mean like a soda water, I guess. Oh. Maybe a juice, but I wouldn't want to get all that... I wouldn't want to have tons of sugar and make my blood sugar spike. Um, it's not a big party over here. I don't know. I'm not. I don't have a relationship, so I guess I would say. I mean, breakup. I guess I would do. I do more eating than I. Yeah. Like now I mean, we're if talking. I, if I'm sad. I'm eating. Yeah. Not drinking. I hadn't. Um, I hadn't done emotional eating probably in like maybe two months or something, and then the other night I was really stressed out, and I went and we had had like this like delicious like pasta with uh, anchovies and like it was really really good. I hadn't done emotional eating in a while, and I was like, oh, doing this every now and then actually felt great. Mm -hmm. It was like, it truly helped me calm down, think the problem. It's a reset. It's a reset. It really was. Did I feel great afterwards? No. Was it fair that I ate, like, something that we had set to have lunch for, like, a couple weeks? No. You know, I went to back to bed, and I said, I ate our pasta. And she was like, oh, no, I put out a thing of it in a separate one. I go, no, I ate that and that. And she was like, oh, wow, okay. But, but. It, it was fun. It was glorious. <laughs> Doing it every now and then really felt great. But yeah, if I, I would eat, um, I would put myself in a bathtub and what? I would cover myself in cheese and nachos. And then I would have, I would pay someone like 200 bucks to like stand with a blow dryer and melt the cheese on my body. And then I would eat my way out. And then I'd want sour cream, guacamole, different levels of salsa, um, crispy. Now things. I, after this, I hope you're wearing that diaper. <laughs> I'd, yeah, I would have to because I'd have to eat my way out. So I mean, I, the amount of diarrhea sounds yeah. ridiculous. I yeah, I would fill myself with nachos, and then I would want salt and um, salt and pepper, uh, salt and vinegar, potato chips, ice cream. <laughs> I got him. Bathtub is key, and the, yeah, that's what that's what I would. Uh, <laughs> What's the oh, my phone died. It died. It died. I'm sorry. All right, then before we go, you know what we can do? We can look up. We have five minutes left. We're just going to look up. Florida um, man? No, we're going to look up. Uh, what's like with like questions to ask at a party or something? Oh, that's a good one. You know what I mean? Icebreaker questions. Oh, that's a great one. Icebreaker questions. You plug her in, Emma. How has your travel schedule been recently? Insane. Really? Mine was last month, but then in August, I in August as of right now, I'm not going to have to take a flight for the whole month. I wish I could say the same. Which is great because I don't have any other months like really, really coming up like that. And um, yes. How are you not the case? I'm traveling a lot. Okay, yeah. we have our questions. Window seat or aisle seat? Uh, aisle. Uh, window. Oh, uh, why? Time. Because I like to sleep on it. But I have to pee all the time. All the time. Nope. I have uh, to pee right now. Window. I do too. But and so window. I don't want to get up and move. One time I said there was three of us and I was in the window and there was a couple. And I said, do you guys want to switch? You can take the window. It was two people together. And I said, I have to pee a lot. I'm warning you now. <laughs> How long and was they're the like, No, no. We're, it was from LA to New York. Yeah. No, no. We're going to stay. We okay. I got up seven times. Were you drinking extra just to spite? No, but I was like, every time I got up, I was like, I wanted to be like, I fucking told you, Bitch. I told you, enjoy get your it. stupid aisle seat. Yeah, making drinking water, making eye contact with Psychos. them. I get that. I mean, if someone asked me to switch, it, well, it kind of depends, but yeah, always if I'm with window. a couple. If I'm with my boyfriend and I'm sitting in the window in the middle, and someone's in the aisle, and they're like, "Hey, no reverse." 
if someone's in the window and like, hey, I have to pee a lot. Totally. I'd be like, all right. hundred percent. I don't care. And when I'm fine. I'd be in first class. What I, are you talking about? I haven't gotten bumped up in a minute. Mm. But I have been flying. I like, so I always, I always, always, always do window too because I like resting my little head. Sometimes if I'm on the aisle, I'll like put my head down and like put it on my hands. But when I get on the flight, I, I get sleepy. I fall asleep always when the flight's taking off. Me too. Pressure. Same. Then once I'm once we're coasting, I'm it's hard for me to sleep. I'm asleep. I'm falling asleep, and then I'm like, I but I I've got some kind of ESP for that cart because I'll be asleep and it goes by and I go, Bing, and I because I get you get free snacks when you're 1K, baby. What's the What's the next question? What's your strangest nervous habit? Okay, I noticed one from when I was on stage. Okay. When I was on stage, it used to be if I felt nervous, I would look down into the side or I would move the mic or I would like touch it, not on stage, it would be I would touch some part of my face, but I've watched I watched myself enough doing that where I was like, okay, so now it's not that now pacing maybe. I guess it's not that strange. My nervous habit. Um, Overeating vitamin gummies sometimes. Chewing my nails. Yeah. I chew my nails. I chew them. They look disgusting. Have you tried putting nail polish on to make it taste like Rosebud just gave me nail polish. Do it. Keith Robinson. And I just, I loved picking it off. Mm, but it will prevent you from like, <clears throat> I've never been a chewer. Oh, I chew my nails all the time. I used to pick my I skin I crack my knuckles. I don't do that. You don't crack? No. Oh, I, I crack fucking hate it. Every single one. Never. I hate that. Including my thumb. Ah! Yeah. You're crazy. You're crazy. What's the next one? I make lists over and over again. Like I'll make a list like so many times. That's not like a nervous habit. It, I'll do it to calm my nerves. Like if I'm really? really nervous, I'll be like, I'll just write it out. Like be like, get water, watch porn, clean, email this person, this. And then I'll like, before I go start any of them, I'll rewrite the list because I'm just doing it. Nerves. Okay. I don't know why I do that. It's kind of weird. If it works and calms you down. <gasps> Maybe it's because your thoughts swirl around your head. Yeah. You write it down. It simplifies. Mm-hmm. It makes it less chaotic up there. Totally. This made me think something less chaotic. I took double my ADD pills two weeks ago because I had an audition that I really wanted to like get down. Part of the audition was dancing like I had to do a drag king number. And you know what? I was so cranked up from that and the coffee that I was like humping the floor. Like I got into it i was trying to do magic mike style and we'll see what happens but you know you never know and someday i'm gonna release that fucking footage <laughs> okay our last one what's the most embarrassing thing that's happened to you in public recently poop my pants really yeah are you serious i mean no one knew but yeah it was awful were you wearing your diaper i was not the one time you weren't wearing your diaper. I stopped wearing it a while ago, but yeah, I've never put, I've never had a, this happens like a couple times a year. And this, that's part of why I started going to the acupuncturist. Cause I was like, what the fuck is going on? Like, and they're like, it's, it's your diet. It's that it's also nerves. So it's like, cause I've been eating like really clean, but it'll be. So what happened was, okay. I got to the airport. My flight was supposed to be, I got my, to the airport at like 8am delayed, 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 canceled. Flight shows this was going to Montreal. And then I knew I was taking a red eye out the next night. Like I'm like dealing with stuff and I hadn't, I wasn't hungry. So then I'm like walking around having coffee. I'm walking around. I'm like, I need to find a bathroom. I'm in the like I'm department store in Montreal trying to find the bathroom, trying to find the bathroom, poop my pants. How badly? Bad. 
Really? Yeah. And I was like, okay, I can handle this situation. Stay calm. Turned it over to the universe. I like, I went and like bought underwear, bought a change of pants, like while there's poop in my pants. And then I went and like went into the bathroom, cleaned that up as best I could. I had bought um this. Like, I would throw it all out. I thought, Absolutely. Threw that all out. Put yeah. the before I put the clean underwear on because there's like poop like plopping on the floor and all this. It was disgusting. Put get throw that all out. And then I had an iced tea because I had gone and bought some iced teas and I really like this one I see. So I had a couple of them. And uh, I used the white iced tea to clean up my legs. I cleaned it all up. And then I like used iced tea to clean up the floor because I was not wanting bad karma. And I like literally put iced tea on myself. Cleaned it up. Threw it all out, wiped off, got out, walked down the fucking street, ran into comedians. Oh, and I did my. But I just said, hey, how you doing? I'm just running back to the hotel. I got a call. And then I told, you know, I told that night, um, Jessica Kirsten and I were doing a gala on the same one. And I had seen her the night before. And she was like, <laughs> she was like, how was your day? And I was like, pretty good. And then we were like talking. And then I was like, I pooped my pants. And she doesn't miss a beat. She goes, yeah, I've done that before. It happens. Like no eyebrow raise, you nothing. You can't say like, anything to a comedian. We love. We we will take. Actually, something happened to me mm. in Montreal. This is my embarrassing moment. This is embarrassing. So we're doing the gala, and they each give us our own like dressing room, and it has a bathroom in it. And so I decided to to opt out of wasting material. Uh, that sounds wrong, but using material I'm saving for my special. I was saying a song, so Henry Kapersky wrote me a song. Oh, that's great. So I get all dressed. They steam all my clothes. Great. I get hair and makeup. The whole thing and, you know, all your agents and managers. And so you there. wrote, uh, you you guys, you did a unique song. Yes. That's fun. About Montreal. That's fun. And uh, um, so I'm in my dressing room and I, t- I look at all my agents and managers. I say, okay, I'm just going to go <laughs> warm up. All right. They're like, okay. I close the door and I go to the bathroom because it's echoey. So you can hear yourself. Right. So it's like a shower and then a toilet. So I'm just walking back and forth like, la. I go in front of the shower I've never heard of this before, ever, in my entire life. And I still don't understand the concept. It's an automatic shower. Oh, no. With a sensor, like an automatic toilet. I walk in front of it. I'm like seven minutes before I'm You've got hair and makeup done. I walk out. I open No! I look at my agent manager. I go, how much time shall I go? And they're like, what the fuck happened? I'm like... Who has an automatic shower? And then I get completely naked. Like, I get in my underwear. And then Chris Red comes by. And I'm like, Chris, look at that shower. And Chris is like, a what? An automatic shower? So he's like putting his hand in front to see. <laughs> it keeps spraying. So this French woman ran up. I will get, I will get a blow dryer. We will get a blow dryer. We will, we will try to make this the best we can. We can. So she's blow drying my fucking asshole and crotch. Like right before I walk on stage, the my, money people and I would pay new, to do that. New PA agent, like everything, like Nikki Glazer's there, sopping wet. My whole I'm body. I'm so sorry, Emma. You shat your pants <laughs> in a department store and cleaned your body with iced tea. Yeah, at least mine was water. Also, very expensive iced tea. <laughs> I went to this place that was like some. No, you went. You showered. Isn't I mean, that obviously. of course? I stayed calm. I mean, I might have been, but I like used I that. Stayed calm. So calm because I was like, "What can I do?" But it was, uh, it was some kind of fancy fuck. It wasn't like uh, it was a fancy, fancy iced tea. 
do endorse it. Well, let's end it on that. Uh, that's been today's episode. The reason that sucks and is so rattling, though, is because before you go on, after you get hair and makeup, like at minimum, that's a 15, 20 minute thing. But it's like when you get hair and makeup on and then that washes off, that's going places. So you're like now you're it's did they move your spot time or did you have nope. to go? I was opening the show. I was singing. So I was, and Nikki comes out and did like four minutes, you know, like the intro and I'm hosting and all that. And then it was me. I literally come out. I'm like, you know, yeah. I guess it gets you out of your head. Well, this has been another episode of Thank you guys. Inside the Closet. Me and Emma Willman. Emma, um, I'm just going to say, because yeah. my shows are selling out, people, if you're in Cleveland, September 23rd and 24th, get your asses over there. MateoLaneComedy.com I will be in... Milwaukee, September 8th, 9th, 10th, and then September 30th and October 1st, I'll be in San Diego. Then I'm going to be doing shows at Acme Comedy Club, where this is this new show thing that they're doing where it's like four headliners work on 20 minutes of new material. I'm really excited about that. And then I will be, oh, I'm sorry. I'm also going to be in Las Vegas the 29th, the la- the 29th through September 5th at Brad at the MGM Grand. Work. And then uh, in October, I'll have a bunch of dates coming up. 18th, 19th, 20th, I will be around doing different good nights in uh, North Carolina. And then I'll have a bunch more dates coming up in Pittsburgh and Cleveland some point, improv, and in Tampa uh, and Orlando. But I'll be posting those dates soon once I'm up on the website. Work. All right. Thank you, everyone. A podcast network.